This episode of No Meat Athlete Radio is brought to you by No Meat Athlete. That's right, we're sponsoring our own podcast to tell you about something you don't want to miss. You've probably heard about the No Meat Athlete Roadmaps, our training and nutrition guides, which have helped tens of thousands of people conquer their first marathon, half marathon, and 5K on a plant-based diet. With the rebranding of No Meat Athlete and the new products we'll be offering later this year, we've decided to release a new marathon roadmap, a version 2.0 if you will. This full training system will include the current marathon, half marathon, and 5K guides, along with some brand new video and audio lessons. What this means, though, is that the price is going to be higher, somewhere in the $67 to $97 range. So, I just wanted to let you know about the last chance to get the current versions of the marathon, half marathon, and 5K roadmaps at their current prices, and to have the price you pay now applied towards the price of the marathon roadmap 2.0, should you decide to upgrade in the future. This offer and those lower prices go away after Friday, July 10th. But for Nomad Athlete Radio listeners, we're going to keep them available through next Tuesday, July 14th. Grab one of the roadmaps and commit to running your first marathon, half marathon, or 5K before the price is more than double next week at nomadathlete.com slash run. Hi, this is Hope. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to Athlete Radio. Doug, I hurt myself playing foosball yesterday. <laughs> was it a, a, a wrist sprain? No, it actually wasn't uh, a table sport. This was human foosball. We, we uh, yes, went to a local brewery. They had a they had a field in the back with the with a big foosball set up. I guess some traveling foosball human foosball company <laughs> comes by and sets up this field with all human these... foosball company. That's that's what it is. I think that's what they do. What? Um, so we did that. There there are these poles that are across the field, and each each team has six players on it. There's a line of three offenders, two defenders, and one goalie attached to these poles that go across the field, and you're kind of mixed, you know, alternating with the other team's players, and uh, you just you just kick a ball around and try to win. <laughs> and I hurt myself. I uh, I somehow like pulled a hamstring muscle. So are there offenders and defenders? On the same pole? Or like a foosball table? No, just a, like foosball, where it's oh, okay. alternated, yeah. That is wild. That sounds like a lot of fun. It, it was really fun. And they're doing it again in July and August. Oh, so man. when we're back in town in August, you could join our team. I would love to. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was a little bit embarrassing to get hurt playing playing foosball, <laughs> you know, when you're not even moving. Uh, <laughs> but somehow, I don't know why, trying to do these quick kicks, I, I hurt my hamstring. But Did it's fine have... now. It's I mean, it, it's a little sore, but it's not. Is this an excuse for you to get out of your marathon training? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's where this is going. <laughs> um, but and then we here's what was nice. We we won. Uh, I don't know. We we lost our first game. Went into the losers bracket. Won another game and then got into the semifinals. And because of that, we won hot dogs. We were like, okay, hot dogs. A free gift certificate for hot dogs. And we went. And the guy uh, they called Avery's Hot Dogs had had vegan ones. Oh, yeah. Not just vegan, but local vegan hot dogs too. From oh, uh, wow. No Evil Foods, which is an Nashville oh, yeah. company. So yeah, so if you're ever in Nashville listening to this, um, look for Avery's Hot Dog Stand. They have they have vegan local vegan dogs there. Sounds great. It was well, good. good. It was Congratulations good. on winning the extra dog and the, winning the <laughs> the dogs. But we were not able to win the next game, so we we went home at a decent hour. Were, so were there a lot of teams entering this competition? I think there were. I think there were like six teams in this one. I'm impressed. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, a good money making thing too. It was twenty dollars per person to enter this thing. Uh huh. So every you know every team had six players. So one hundred twenty. You know they made a thousand bucks probably. 
Cool. Maybe we should start a... <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do. <laughs> All right. So that's... Uh, and I drank beer during that, which is which is one of my habits, and I think one of yours as well, that is that is not, uh, not perfect about us, <laughs> because this episode is about that. And by no means do we think... Uh, that that people listening to this perceive us as perfect um but eh, maybe they do but i was talking to a friend of mine the other day about habit change type of things he had wanted to get just talk a little bit because he said he was having some trouble getting motivated and finding goals to be excited about and uh when we got on skype i told him that i'd been kind of struggling with getting a solid morning routine down that i just wasn't very good these days uh at getting following habits consistently like day in day out for a long period of time that i would often try to start new things and then have them sort of fizzle out within a few weeks or a few months maybe at best just because of the you know the time constraints and everything with having a family and all these things we're trying to do so he he said he was really happy to hear that which made me think that perhaps people who read no made athlete or listen to this would want to hear that sort of thing you know that (laughs) that like it, habit change is really hard for a lot of people, including me. And I write about it all the time because I'm really interested in it. And I'm always trying to learn ways to do it better because, you know, I'm not by any means perfect at that. And uh, this is Leo Bauta from Zen Habits. It's the guy who we, I kind of learned all this habit change stuff from. And he often says exactly that same thing. And hearing it from him was always weird. Like I wanted to – I wanted to – put him in in the place of being like the perfect guy at habit change you could change anything the guru and uh he just always says like i'm really not that good at this i just i just have learned a lot about it because i've i've worked hard to to do it so anyway we thought it'd be a fun episode to talk about the areas where we are far from perfect um because we both do the same thing we we share stuff online about how to do things better and i think people get the impression that we have all that stuff figured out when in fact we don't. Yeah, I think it's easy when you're reading someone's blog or following someone's training to assume that that they're doing it that it's come so easily for them and they're, you know, they're just really good at what they're doing. But um you know, usually usually they're struggling with it just as much as you are and they have to face the same adversities that you do. It's just uh, on the outside, it looks a little easier because you can't, they're not writing about those struggles in that, that right. time. So that's what we're going to do today is talk about how we're screw-ups. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't always, I mean, the best way to write a post about habit change isn't to talk about how you're bad at habit change, right? I mean, you got to <laughs> at least act the part of, of and, and this isn't to say that we don't know what we're talking about either because we certainly do spend a lot more time on this, perhaps a lot more than most. Uh, on whatever areas we we talk about the the running the food the habits uh but yeah but we figured this would be a good opportunity just to just to put it all out there so why don't you start us off Doug what's your what's one of yours we've each got three I think my my first one is probably strength training which is something that I talk about on the blog a lot about how doing core work and doing strength exercises after your runs can help prevent injuries and help just make you an all-around stronger and and better runner uh, we did an academy month on it last month. We talk about it. It comes up all the time, and and I and I am just insistent that this is something you should be doing. But I am so bad at doing it myself. <laughs> you know, maybe once or twice, at the most, twice a week. I actually do any when I should be doing it after just about every single run. And you don't mean going to the gym. You just mean a, right. a little routine. I mean, you know, <laughs> ten or fifteen minute <laughs> core routine. Do a little bit of upper body and you know, just a little bit of strength work that. Um, you know, strengthens your cores and your hips 
uh, and enough to to help prevent injuries and stuff. And I just can't ever get myself to do it. Um, and and I think that if you read my blog, you'd assume that I do it all the time. Right. Right. But it is definitely not the case. <laughs> I de- this wasn't one of mine, but I definitely fall into that boat when it comes to uh, foam rolling. Like mm. I I read about that all the time, or I, I mention it all the time. And I guess in my heyday, when I was super focused on really hard workouts and recovering from them as fast as possible, I was pretty good about this, and I would do it every night for thirty minutes or twenty minutes or whatever it was. But uh, I haven't I haven't foam rolled in a really long time, like all the running muscles. I just it just I don't know. It's it's one of those things that when I'm struggling to fit in everything else, right. you know, running I get the running in, and then it's like that's that's what I can do. That's my eighty percent of that that I can do. I can't quite go all the way right now. Right, right. The worst part I think about it for me is that it's something that. The my coaching clients, people that I coach, I you know I'm just so strict about it with them. <laughs> and every time I write an email saying, "How come you didn't do this?" You know, I'm like, "Oh man!" <laughs> right, right. Okay, good. Uh, so my my first one I have is is exactly what I mentioned in the intro that I'm really really bad at uh, being consistent with things for a long time because mm. I, for whatever reason, I'm really motivated. I think by variety and doing different things. Which is totally contrary to the nature of habits, where you want to get something that you're doing all the time, every day, without fail. And I, I start a lot of things. Uh, I'm, I am constantly doing habits. That's that's true. It's just that they're always different habits. <laughs> so like I'll be working on three things. One month, I'll be really into meditation. And in that month, I'm like, this is going to be the thing that I never let go of for a whole year or more. It's going to be my thing. And then, then then that will sort of fizzle out because I get interested in something else and suddenly that becomes my thing. So I in the past it has been reading where I would read every single day without fail. And I you know, I was pretty good about making that one last. Uh but that has kind of gone and been replaced by other things. So that's that's my big one, is I just I am not good at having consistent uh doing the same thing day in, day out. I just I just get so I think it's boredom. You know, I just I do something for a month, two months and a lot of times I cycle back to it, so I don't I don't consider myself like a total dabbler. Like I've I've gone through enough stints of meditation that I kind of know how to do it now, and I've, I'm I guess if you can be good at meditation, then I'm good at it for myself. Um, but I'm not good at keeping that stuff continuously going for a long time. Mm-hmm. I noticed this with you just recently. Um, we were talking about playing musical instruments. You had just gotten a bass. I guess it was your sister's old mm-hmm. electric bass. Yeah, and and. I asked if you knew how to play it, and you were like, well, well, my goal is to learn how to play as many instruments as I can a little bit and not (laughs) master any of them. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's not, I mean, and that isn't my goal. Really, when when I imagine the best version of myself, it's being really good at a handful of things, a handful of instruments like that. But Mm -hmm. what happens is that I don't do that. You know, I get interested in a new one, and I'll somehow acquire one, and then I'll learn how to play, like, fifth grade level at it maybe and then <laughs> and then you know then it gets hard and you move on to the next thing right right so uh I, so i'm not recommending that anyone be that way and and i i do try to choose a few things in my life where i'm not that way like running you know while, while i have my own struggles with running that's something that i've put so many more hours into than any musical instrument mm-hmm. so and how about uh so this our new two episode two posts a week you know that's kind of this new structure that you've picked for yourself you think that's gonna be something that lasts or yeah i mean the fact that there's a structure with it is really helpful and that's part of the reason for making that commitment is because if we hadn't committed to that and said it's going to be two posts and two podcasts per week then i'm sure the past 
four weeks, we wouldn't have done that. I mean, it's just not, it's hard. You know, we've, we've had to work hard to get those up in time and get all the pieces coordinated. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's going to last because we committed to it, announced it, and, and you and Susan and everyone else is involved in it. So it's not just up to me to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that really makes it makes it last. But yeah, I mean, th- there's no there's no coincidence that I committed to that on the blog. I did that because that will help us do it. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. That. So I think my next one is um, I'm really good at wasting time, <laughs> yeah. especially on the internet. Um, and I think things like Facebook and Twitter and 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 even some news sites are kind of my my go-tos for wasting time. Um, you know, I, I can justify getting on Facebook for work, right? Um, no, I don't know. Which work? Rock Creek Runner work or no? Rock Creek Runner work. Okay. Yeah. Rock Creek Runner work. And same with Twitter. Um, but the amount of time that I end up spending on there, you know, it's just, it's embarrassing. It's, um, it, it's frustrating when I, when I think back on how much time, how many times I check it every day. Right. Um, and, and I wish that I was, I wish I was more disciplined in shutting those sites off or just only checking them once a day to schedule some posts, that kind of thing, um, or even once a week uh, instead of one, every day. But that's that's definitely – social media is definitely one of those things that I check far too much. I, I don't really get that. About opening up Twitter or Facebook, it just is stressful. And I just think there's going to be 10 things in there. Someone's going to have a no athlete question that really should go to customer service. And then I've got to get that off of Twitter into customer service email. And I, I don't know, complaints or someone saying something negative is going to ruin my day. I don't know. I, I don't associate any of that with fun time. Like, I don't know how you get addicted to that. I guess maybe if it's much more friends on there and you're not just doing work stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the problem is I'll, I'll get on and I'll do, you know, check the market corner page. I'll put something up and I'll spend maybe 90 seconds to two minutes on that. And then all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, I'm still on there, you know, watching some stupid video or, or, you know, doing this, I don't know, looking at a friend's page you haven't talked to in two years. It's really, it's bad. I think a lot of people really struggle with yeah, that. Yeah, I think they do. Um, and I, I go through phases where I can kind of cut it out a little bit, but, you know, then something happens and all of a sudden I get caught back in. And that's, I'm in a phase right now where it's, bad i'm on there a lot <laughs> <laughs> so i think maybe maybe it's an age difference i mean i know people of my age and older are addicted to facebook some of them for sure but i feel like i just never got into it. like i never got into checking friends video like i feel like people post the dumbest stuff i've ever seen on facebook i'm like why why would you share that like wh- why does anyone care what you did on sunday afternoon mm-hmm. that's just me i don't know but maybe your friends are showing more intelligent things than mine are well, of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> that's a given. <laughs> I don't know. So that's social media. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. It's, yeah, but but I, I think in general, I think wasting time is one of the one of the ones that I I struggle with. And and right now it's Facebook, but other times it's it's you know playing silly games or you know doing things that just aren't productive. But on the Rock Creek Corner clock, right? Of course, no. of course. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, so my second one is one that I started to mention a minute ago. It's something that I'm good at, um, and that is running, which I, I mean, for someone whose job revolves partially, halfway around running, I'm, I have so much trouble getting motivated to run. And, and once I actually do, I'm generally pretty good at it. Like when I got the 100 miler, once that was in my mind and I was ready to do it and I had the training plan, I didn't miss almost any workouts. 
same with the Boston years. That was the same thing. But in between those, when I don't have any big goal there, or like if I if I have one, but it's just not really doing it for me, if I kind of force myself into one, I just can't get out there and run at all. Like I'm just not good at running for the sake of running because it feels good. And I, you know, I've tried to do that. Definitely I've created the habit for myself of going for a run and listening to something valuable, which is either a podcast or an audiobook. Like I, I recognize that that's some of the most valuable time of my day for sure. Um, sometimes it's pleasant. Other times it's still work to go do it. Uh, so like, you know, I've, I've fooled around with, with using that for motivation rather than needing a race for motivation, but it's, it is a constant struggle for me to, to figure that stuff out. Until until the big race or whatever it is, whatever the big goal or thing comes along, and then I'm fine. But in between those, I'm I'm a very very inconsistent runner. Yeah, see that's one that I don't struggle with, um, and that I just am the and am the complete opposite. I would love to go out and spend all my days running, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I have no trouble with that. I have yeah, more trouble. Take vacations that are all about running. Right? I have take vacations <laughs> that are all about running. Those are the ones that I get most excited about. You know? <laughs> right. Um, it, you know, I have more trouble ending a run making myself being disciplined enough to only run for an hour or whatever it is um and come back and and waste time on facebook so mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah that's a good one a lot of people really struggle with that if you if it's not fun if it's not a fun activity yeah and and i write that i've written that before in blog posts and things and people or i made a blog post once i think it was the huffington post one or that we put on huffington post but also was on a meet athlete about the non-runner's guide to running or enjoying running mm-hmm. and someone commented on one of those sites i forget which one and basically said like well why do you even do this like why why would you do this if it's not that fun for you um you should just spend your time doing things that are that are fun and that, that just give you energy and that there's no problem to do which i don't really agree with i mean i agree you should do things that that in general give you energy but i think there's lots of value in things that that aren't fun on the surface like to even going to train for a hundred mile race I mean, like you did um as someone who loves running i mean it's not like every day you're all that eager to go run 25, 30 miles on a Saturday. Sure. Right? I mean, yeah. some of those are fun, maybe, once you're into it. But there's a lot of value in doing things that, that aren't necessarily fun in the moment, but but for whatever reason, you have a big, strong desire to get done. Mm-hmm. Right. So, that, I mean, that's that's why I run. is because it's, it's really valuable for me in a lot of ways, but not, not really in the moment. There are not a lot of moments when I'm running when I'm like, this is great. I hope I don't get home soon. <laughs> yeah yeah I my, my last one is is one that so i kind of went back and forth a lot on what this one would be but it's gotten worse i would say since the weather's gotten nicer and the sun's out and i want to spend more time hanging out outside and that's been i've been putting in my body a lot of things that are are junk right um part of that was the traveling and the bachelor party but now it's home and it's picnics and potlucks and barbecues and i you know i've been eating a lot of processed like veggie dogs vegan dogs and um (laughs) and hamburgers and things like that or veggie burgers um and even things that i had i don't do very often but recently i've done is like liquor gin and tonics and 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 these like mixed drinks and things that are just so refreshing on a hot summer day you know and and i'm like what am i doing (laughs) I don't know. So that's uh, that's my last one is that it's definitely has not been the past few months have not been clean whole foods eating for for me. Well, that's okay. I mean, I'm the same way, but but definitely not. Uh, I don't think to that extent. I've gotten better <laughs> this year after year of 
I mean, I always have exceptions for sure with with everything. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. I've I've gotten better at keeping what I do in my house to being pretty clean. There are exceptions. Like today, I had pizza because we got pizza last night for the kids, and we went to play human foosball. Mm. Uh, and Whole Foods has vegan pizza that's really good. So we had that, so I eat that for lunch. Right. Um, so that kind of stuff still happens now and then, and even that's a violation of my no oil at home thing. Right. But I don't know. You know, we still do that little stuff now and then. Um, but just year after year, I get better at at kind of pushing that stuff into one little corner that doesn't really happen very much at all. Yeah. Uh, the drinking, though, since I moved to Asheville, I definitely drink more now because it's just the beer. There's beer at every opportunity here, and it's <laughs> and it's good local beer. Um, so I mean, if you go to Whole Foods, there's they they serve beer there. You can you can have a pint of beer and walk around to get your groceries. Right. right. Which I don't do. I've never actually done that. Uh, that's just not not the situation where I often am craving a beer. <laughs> uh, I have tasted it there before. They have a tasting spot, but the bike shop here has beer. The laundromat has beer. Neither <laughs> of these places do I go to, but they're examples of mm-hmm. just there's beer everywhere you could go. Any human foosball game you go to, there's plenty of beer there. In in West Asheville, there's that place where you can fill up growlers at the gas station. <laughs> yep, there's that. I mean, it's everywhere. And and base the baseball games. One of the primary sponsors is Oscar Blues, so it's like really good. I think when we were there, I I counted like. 17 or 20 different craft local beer. craft beers you mm-hmm. can get yeah at, at the minor league baseball game yeah so like it's it's just everywhere and it's very very easy and if you go to a party like like if we go to a kid's birthday party there's always beer for the parents so it's very and it's good so like yeah so it's always very easy to drink two or three beers and like you know yeah i try to really keep my days of drinking two to three beers to a minimum yeah but uh but yeah like i mentioned that's i'm i didn't include that as one of my things that i'm that i think people will be shocked about but uh <laughs> definitely definitely there's a lot of opportunities to drink beer here it's been it's been hard the past few months or really the past six weeks i was feeling very good about where i was eating wise food wise and, and drinking wise a few months ago and it seems like you know you've cut out oil and you've made all these steps to make your your eating even cleaner and even better and meanwhile i'm i'm sitting here listening to you talk about that and thinking to myself man i'm <laughs> going the opposite direction <laughs> this is bad that's okay i mean it's i don't know you go through phases yeah i, mean, I go through phases where i go the opposite direction in, in what in food for sure for a little while but then you get back on track yeah which i'm sure i will hopefully <laughs> anyway what's your last one my last one is one that that it's it's kind of my guilty pleasure. Uh, I've written a lot about. I try not to write too. I try not to be like too much on a pedestal. Like I don't have cable TV, so you shouldn't either. I try not to do that because that's I've always found that annoying. Um, but that is that is one of my big keys to having more time to do stuff, and that's not watch. First of all, not doing social media. Second of all, not watching TV, not getting addicted to TV series. But when I'm like I don't know stressed or busy and work is like just hard to do. When I'm done, a lot of times I'll go put on Netflix and like just get into dumb series that are old not not even good like i told you the other day that i started watching the friends series again uh-huh. uh which I, I mean i didn't i liked friends when i was in high school for like two years but it's not like i look back at that and like think that was just a great television series that i needed because <laughs> like the office i feel like that the office right. i've watched two or three times on netflix because it's so good i just love it and it's i'm so sad that it's gone friends i hated by the end i just thought it was the dumbest show on tv and uh but, you know, I'll go back and then every now and then I'll watch two or three episodes of that on Netflix. It's so easy. Just put it on. Auto starts the next one after the one is done. Yep. So. Trouble. So that's my that's my other guilty pleasure is Netflix old sitcoms. That's a good one. I guess it is. It's certainly a unique one, I think. 
All right. Um, that's it. Other, other than that, I'm perfect. <laughs> other than those three minor, <laughs> yeah. minor things. I'm the perfect husband, the perfect father, perfect everything. <laughs> but not those. Not those. Oh, well. So, so if someone's struggling with some of the, some of these, like, what would you tell somebody if they came to you with these problems, and you were like, <laughs> I, I would say I do those same things too. If they were these, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I don't know. As long as you're, as long as you're either happy with it, because I'm, those I'm for the most part happy with. Like, I I don't really have it as my goal to be better about being motivated to run. Like, I know I get motivated when I have a big race. It's really exciting to me. And then when I when I don't, I'm not that great a runner, and like that's that's gonna be a very hard thing to ever change. So I'm I'm happy with that, and I'm happy with the amount of beer I drink, and the amount of coffee I drink, and the amount of TV I watch, which are I think comparatively small to what what a lot of people do. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know I'm okay with that. I, I would say if you if you're not okay with it, then you should be constantly seeking out a way to fix it, and just don't don't stop. I mean, you don't need to get perfect at something. You need to you need to do better than you're doing at it if you're not happy with it. So if someone if someone, I mean, alcoholism is different, of course. Right? I'm not going to tell someone like who's an alcoholic. Well, if you just drink half that much, you'll be fine, because uh, that might not be the case. But you know, when it comes to TV, if you want to, like, if you want to start watching less TV because you waste too much time watching TV or you waste too much time watching social media, doing social media, it's not like you need to get to the point where you have cut that out of your life entirely. But you should start figuring out ways to to have your time by replacing it with something that's valuable. I mean, I don't know. So I mean, any one of those could have. A different specific solution but i don't know i guess the point here is that people will will recognize hopefully that that we have some of the same issues they do yep well i have to admit that the three that i picked are ones that i <laughs> i intend to work on and i am currently working yeah. on so <laughs> <laughs> good well, nothing wrong with that yeah well my i would say the one that i need to change of those is habit i wish i, mean, I just recognize that in every part of my life i'd be more effective if I were more consistent with things. I, I just shift gears so often, and you know, don't don't keep things in order very well. So that's that's where I got to improve. Great, I look forward to seeing that improvement. That, there you go. You already are. I think. With, I mean, we are. That's that's part, like this whole nomad athlete. The poster wrote the other day about the end of an era, which meaning meaning mainly the logo change. But um, I, to me, it, it's also a shift in values and kind of the way we do things and making them more organized and really all that is is a way of hopefully rooting out that part of me or at least at least separating me from (laughs) letting that part of me impact the business negatively right like i'm probably always going to have those traits that that don't let me stick to things maybe want to rebel against systems as soon as there's one in place uh but as as much as we can kind of shelter nomad athlete from from that side of me the the better i think so (laughs) that's what we're doing now yep Great. <laughs> no, nothing. It was your. It there. was your inconsistencies that built knowing athlete, and now we want to make sure that they don't break it down. That's true. That's exactly right. All right. This concludes another episode of No Meat Athlete Radio. As always, if you enjoy the show, please do us a favor and head over to iTunes, uh, look for No Meat Athlete there, and give us a nice rating and review. As you probably know, because you've heard us and every other podcast host say it, they are extremely valuable. Uh, it's how people, it's how iTunes knows to suggest the show to people who search for certain things uh, is that people are saying they like it and giving it good five-star ratings and saying nice things. So if you can do us that favor, we would really appreciate it. All right, Matt. Take care. All right, Doug. See you later. <laughs>